1: You are tuning into the library with Tim Inico, rapstation.com. 17 year old gone astray and lost the way. Packed the bags after school, ran off one day. Told nobody and camped at a boyfriend's. Even though he said that sometimes he hears voices. He's 116th of the Almighty,
2: one half of Glass City. His newest album, Zone 2, set to be released early 2014. He's the Midwest Zone. Nino Gray. Nino Gray, welcome to Andy Don't Stop with Chuck D on the library with Tim Einenkel.
3: What's going on, Tim, Chuck, guys, everyone at the family over there? Glad to be here, man.
2: Cool. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Uh, so Zone 2 is your newest album. Um, what did you hope to accomplish with this album, and then how did you make sure you were able to achieve this?
3: Well, Zone 2, uh, to, to answer that, i got to talk about the first one for a second. Um, when I when I initially stepped out to do these albums, this is the Zone 2 is basically just called The Vault. Uh, it's kind of like my, my place for records to go when they don't fit uh, an overall project vibe. Um, or if they're not the same ambience, they kind of just build up on my computer until I have enough, hmm. um, and then I kind of put it together. I treat it like a mixtape. Um, it's basically just a mix of creative songs I've made, it, but I I uh, present it to you in album form. Um, so this is basically my mind's overflow. Uh, hmm. After I do albums, the stuff that doesn't make it to projects or doesn't get featured on stuff, this is this is uh, where the vault comes in. Um, so far as doing what i what i wanted to get done with this um i want to give some of the fans back some stuff this year because they had backed us so well with almighty the second coming um so i put this up for exclusive for a little while before 2014 it hit the vendors um this this idea this this album was basically just to give something to the fans that they weren't expecting um and i did it right before christmas so it was Mm -hmm. just a a, a grab for the people
2: nice uh, the, the first track of the album is uh because it's a uh, dollar sign zero dollar sign uh hey, sos hey there we go
1: Yeah. all right out the corner of my eye Grace seen it the mass is working in weight of the weekend. Society's starting to come apart at the seam stitch, But you don't notice because you're too busy tweeting. And it's could, it could technically categorized
2: under like a socially conscious track and also a critique of society. Uh, was this oh. purposeful to be a, the first track? And um, what I mean, can you talk more about this track?
3: Uh, S.O.S. is uh, Survival Outsourced. Oh, nice. Um, it's- just kind of what I, what I'm seeing America seems to be doing right now. Um, we're taking in a lot more, uh, import than we export. Um, you know, the, the, the dollar might not be the federal reserves money, uh, international currency after like 2017, we just seem to be in a very tumultuous place, uh, for an American, for me being an American. So that was like my synopsis mm. on how I seen everything going. Um, seems to be very socially relevant everyone's superficial you know internet time um and i just kind of got tired of it um and that was my way of of trying to poke fun at at consumers but right. at the same time give them a little bit of a, an eye opener like wow you know um you know holy shit, i was on twitter i was more worried about twitter than this dude who got his face chewed off by bath salt zombie or you know occupy movement that happened it kind of just disappeared after jay-z put out a t-shirt so right um it's just things like that that i didn't sit well with so sos came out
2: (laughs) nice Uh, and i'm gonna actually jump around a little bit on the uh a little bit on your album but um it kind of leads me into another question i had and it and it has to do with the uh the track death wish um and it could be i mean you if you just, like, listen to the track, it could be seen as kind of a, a quote-unquote kind of morbid track, I guess. Uh, but that said, that said, and you kind of talk about this on SOS, um, when you do write uh, your music, what percentage of it for you is kind of autobi- autobiographical? What percentage is fantasy? Or is it just, like, really a great way for you to just kind of either, you know, vent or be able to speak for people that just don't have the voice to speak?
3: Um, i a good question. Um... Death wish was, I I definitely agree, I've had people say, that's kind of dark, or we don't like that, we like the progressive kind of email, the positive email, Um, but don't get it twisted, that is positive, it's just, death is another chapter of life, Um, we become pure energy, we go back to the energy after this, this is all borrowed, so Mm. me saying that I live like a death wish is just saying I'm not scared of what's coming. I'm going to do everything I can in this life with this power I've been given by the higher energy. Mm. Um, as far as as far as some of the more morbid tones and talking about dialogue friend dialogue or uh, dealing with alcohol or drugs, um, I, I, that's where I feel I, I try to speak for people who maybe don't know they need a voice. Mm. Um, they just drink or smoke to get by, to stay numb, but they've done it so long that now they're even numb to their own conscious oh, nice. um, so you know if, if if that's your way that's your death wish <laughs> you know so it's kind of a, a two-sided um, blade there for me it means I'm going to live it to the fullest for others it may mean you never do anything so I remember from every
1: day of my life Reading about the greats who change how we see our plight Hearing courageous tales about us putting up a fight One thing that they had in common ain't none of them afraid to die As I grow old my friends they trying to start dialogue About the perilous path I'm riding on Telling me to find a god. Or to try and solve my problems without relying on the final call and sometimes they try and call i don't pick up not because i'm depressed or no mix up plain as can be they don't see what i see yet yeah, pain when i speak but they don't like
2: my uh, i want to go back to another track on the album which is uh, lost boys which is kind of one of, i think is one of my favorite tracks on the album um, oh, you, because i think it really like highlights your flow your lyricism and um, there's something about it that like really you could tell you have the passion for the music and the culture Uh, Can you talk about writing this track and what you want to tell folks uh, and the listeners with this track?
3: Uh, Lost Boys. Um, Definitely one of my personal favorites. Just from the creative process standpoint. um, Just really reminiscent. Uh, I don't know why, but every time I hear someone say the name or if I hear the song come on, first thing that pops in my head is running around with a backpack full of uh, graffiti cans and tabs. And... And, uh, trying to spray at three in the morning right before a first shift comes around. <laughs> so, uh, got a couple hours to tack up and dry before they come by. <laughs> um, you know, listening to, to, to Scarface and, ghetto boys and everyone from Cali. And I, I was coming into my own as a, as a 13, 14, 15 year old kid. But at the same time, I was also seeing hip hop and that culture change. And, uh, Needless to say, it was a good spot in my life. So I wanted to share with everyone one of the reasons why, many reasons why I do this music, uh, none of which being money, but one of the biggest, cliche ones is love. Mm. Um, if, it, if it wasn't for some of this music that I mentioned, the Buster Rhymes and Scarface and Jay and whatever, Nas, um, I, I don't feel I'd be in the same position. Mm. Um Almost to the point that I'm not sure if I would be here in some cases because I really, I really was lost um, until I found a way to kind of vent and put my, put my voice out there. So Lost Boys was a uh, kind of a throwback to when I was finding myself as an MC and as a human being. Like quick
1: draw McGraw of course live swinging then you die by the sword I'm aiming for the parking like the fences get ignored I'm never ever gonna forget what I learned watching this sport and that's if you feeling left out player rush the court you feeling left out player rush the court one two one one two that's something these fools just don't do one two one, one two. that's something these youngins just don't know
2: And that actually goes into uh, "Lost Boys." Actually, goes is followed by an, oh, another favorite track of mine. Is our uh, "Reality." Yeah. Hey
1: yo, quick with his speech, spitting heat Admittedly not, giving a bleep If it's discreet, triple knotted laces Only things to fit my feet i bring it to the booth, bet I learned it on the streets Old heads taught me things I won't repeat Heard them throw around sayings like Boys, you ain't old enough to blink In a blink, they're gone now, and I'm just like y'all now Relate to your dog now, we all have scars now Deep down Beyond ready Rock with the MC God amongst many but we get the better Of the odds Regardless what the
2: cards tell Just straight fire No hook uh, You know just rhyming Which is kind of lost These days um, Can you also discuss Kind of the, the making Of this track and, and you know And why no hook
3: um, Reality uh, Produced by Verbal A Shout out to Verbal man um, that, that whole That whole song right there Came about from him We um, were in the lab one day Um, we don't actually get to see each other as often now, just how life has gone. He's Hmm. now married and, uh, having a, having a good run at the married life. And I've got kids and they're in school and stuff. You know how that is, Tim? Yes. Um, (laughs) so we, we kind of grew apart, but not for any negative, uh, purposes. So it's nice when we get together, but we always seem to, uh, gravitate towards a heavy lyrical stuff. Um, boom, bap, kind of more fundamental hip-hop aspect um whenever we're together because he's very by the roots boom bap guy too uh we were both krs boot camp graduates you know what i'm saying we grew up mm-hmm. listening to krs and dougie and big daddy kane and all these guys so um hooks and courses and flashiness like you know, big daddy Kane a little bit rockin and then a little bit but most of, the, most of the reason why we got into rap was because we wanted to show people that lyrically and mentally we were sharp, um, that, that we could drop science, we could drop knowledge. We're not doing it out of a, like egotistical direction, uh, just doing it to say that we can and that we're not stupid. Um, so reality was basically just, just that. It was, it was venting uh, a little bit of displeasure about the industry Um, a little bit of life a little bit of rap and a little bit of show
2: off Nice Nino Gray new album Zone 2 thank you so much for uh, joining me on The Library with Tim Hinekele on rapstation.com
3: Absolutely, Tim. I'm glad to be part of the family, man. I look forward to the next one. I'm ready,
1: rock with the MC God amongst many. But we get the better of the odds, regardless what the cards tell me. Cause we starving and I just ate spaghetti. Don't get it twisted, rotini, flow scenery. So here's hoping you see me on the grindstone to the white bone. We so past bleeding, nerve damage. Damn them if they can't feel me. Feel my pain, by then you feel my brain I'm familiar with pain and I'm similar to pain to cope with reality. There's drugs in my veins. My expression, like like a mask on my face draped delicately over the leviathan inside of him my goals to overdose music martyr mode heart explode got spitting the illish shit i never wrote plus my kids holding cash me letting out a muffled but triumphant last laugh under the grass if you indulge find the higher your choice and just vibe to the vibe while i make this noise it's like a field full of minds and blind men we all just want